Hey, good morning. We are continuing in the book of Shemuel, chapter 2, verse 27. Last we did, the, we saw the sins of the sons of Eli. And Eli gets very upset at them, and he rebukes them. But they do not listen, for God wanted to kill them. What was their sin exactly? Two sins. The Peshat says that they took more meat than they were supposed to, or they took it before it was cooked from the Korbanot. Probably the Korban Shalamim is, is being referenced. And the second the thing, no. they lie with the women. Now they, the Midrash, the now the Midrash says that they didn't actually lie with the women. The Peshat is that they, they lied with the women. But, but uh, the Midrash says that they didn't actually lie with the women. They kept the women overnight and did not handle their Korbanot fast enough which forced them to stay in a hotel overnight and then they couldn't go back home to be with their husband. So if you take a woman away from her husband for the night, then it's as if you took her for the night, okay? That's what the Midrash says. Uh, Eli's complaint to them is, if you sin against man, then a judge can, can judge you. But if you sin against God, then who is going to judge you? And I think with the interpretation that I was giving, which is, I didn't read it anywhere, but I think it makes a lot of sense, is when you are in a position of authority, of religious authority, then nobody is there to judge you. So abuse of that power is like the worst thing. Okay? They did not listen to their father, for God wanted to kill them. And Shemuel, however, was growing, and he was good, and even with God, and even with people. So everybody liked Shemuel, and he was becoming like the next leader. And the whole point of this is to show that the sons of Eli, who we would have thought were next in line to be leaders of Am Yisrael, like Eli, are actually being uh, replaced by Shemuel, who is not really Eli's son, but is acting much better. Okay, now we're going to see Eli, in response to the sinfulness of his household, is going to get cursed. He's going to get cursed by a man of God who remains nameless. We don't know if it's an angel, we don't know if it's a messenger, we don't know if it's just some holy person. The Midrash says it's Elkanah, which is strange, I know, I know, I don't know why it says that. he ascended after... And uh, my reading of Elkanah was that he wasn't, you know, the most superb character. Meaning it wasn't like, it wasn't like terrible, but, but it wasn't the thing. But according to the Midrash, this is Elkanah. So, And a man of God came to Eli and he said, So says God, I have appeared to your, your household when they were in Mitzrayim, in the house of Paro. Um, and I chose him from all of the tribes of Israel for me as a Kohen. To uh, go on my Mizbeach, to do Ketoret, to carry the effort of God, meaning to be the, to be the Kohen Gadol or to be the Kohen. And I gave to the household of your father all of the offerings of B'nai Israel, both the Khatat offerings, which they take all of the meat from, and the Shalamim offerings from which they take the chest and the thigh. The translation is saying it... And also the Nazir, that they take the, the Zeroa Beshela. The translation is saying it in like a question form, like, didn't I do this for you? Didn't yeah, did I, did, did, answer, did I, did I not? Did I not? Because of the hay. There's, whenever you see a hay... Is a han niglo nigleti? Did I not? Right, the hey is the hey like is called. Did I not take uh, appear to your fathers in Egypt? Did I not choose them from all the tribes of Israel to be my kohen? 
Now as a follow-up to the question, Why are you kicking against my, uh, my offerings and my, the minachot that I've commanded to be brought in my abode? And you're honoring your sons more than you are honoring me. To make yourselves fat from the beginning of all of the menachot of Israel that are to my people. And now notice the wording, means to make you fat, like bari. And he's saying it to you, meaning he's including Eli. You see that? You're making yourselves fat. So he's saying, why are you respecting your sons more than you're respecting me, Hashem, to make all three of you fat off of the korbanot of, of Israel? So look at what Radak says. And it does not say to make them fat, referring to Chofni and Pinachas. Because it's not feasible that, they, that Eli was not partaking in what his sons were taking. Even if it was unknowing, God is still upset at him because he wasn't strict enough on his son's behavior. So here's another thing. Didn't we <coughs> just read him rebuking his sons? Mm-hmm. Why is the timeline like? Did that mean it was like, uh, guys, don't Literally. do it? Like, come on. I think so. Stop it. I think. I think like the point. Slap on the wrist. The point of Eli's rebuke is to show that it was more of a slap on the wrist kind of thing after the fact, and it wasn't done with enough intensity. Okay. Reading it straight doesn't sound like that. It sounds like this is a little out of place. Right, right. If you read it straight, it's like, wait, didn't Eli just rebuke his sons? Why are we getting so upset at him now? So the reading would then be that Eli's slap on the wrist of his sons is exactly that. It's a slap on the wrist. And the text actually is not seeing it as so favorable. Because also it says that Hashem wanted to kill them. Why did Hashem want to kill them? Because they've been doing this sin for for so long long without any rebuke. Yeah, that's what, that's what some of the philosophers say. Wait, how, how could it be that God doesn't let them do teshuvah? He doesn't let them listen to their father so he could kill them? And who is it? The Ralbag or the Radak said, that's the way that God does sometimes. And Rambam says this in Mishneh Torah also, that when somebody sins for so long, God, the punishment for the sin is that there's no more possibility for teshuvah. Kind of like an addict, you know? Wow. The punishment of getting involved in substances is that soon you won't have the choice to be involved, you know? So, so, and if that's the case, what Jason's saying, if that's the case, then Eli must have watched his sons do this for a very long time before he actually rebuked them. Because if he rebuked them early on, they would have listened. But he didn't rebuke them early on. He let it, he let it fester. You know, it festers, it festers. And then all of a sudden, this guy comes and starts cursing Eli for uh, stealing and for partaking in the, be, becoming fat from the Korbanot of Bnei Israel. Postuk 30. Lachen neum Adonai Lohei Israel, Amor Amarti, so says God, God of Israel, I have said, I said that your father, that your household and the household of your father will go before me forever. And he says, but now, says God, not a chance. Let it, let it be, uh, not happen for me. For only those who honor me, I will honor. But those who scorn me will be lessened, will be lowered. Those who honor me, I will honor. And those who scorn me will be lowered. 
and and what the problem here is that by by making a mockery of the korbanot of God, they're making they're scorning and they're lowering the status of God. It's a Hashem, so they have to now be lowered. So the house of Eli is going to have to be lowered. Yeah. Um, so we read thirty-one uh, or no? Thirty. Or up to thirty. The days will come when I will cut your strength of your hand and the hand of your father's household so that there will no longer be any elders in your household. You're cursed that you all will die in your youth. And you will watch your competitors of the house. You will watch in jealousy the other Israel and everything that God does good to Israel but for you there will be no elders in your house all of the days so he's cutting out a family tree he's not cutting it out he's cursing them to lose uh, no it's basically saying this part of the family there won't be old people in this part of the family and you will watch your relatives take control in jealousy yeah so they're literally like the their, their line, their their line they're going to lose the kihuna of, yes. from their line. I don't know if it means they're all going to die out. No, I don't think it's like Cain, that the Cain is going to die after seven generations. It's not. But yeah, the, the, if you look later in the book, Radak, is, Radak says that it's referring to Tzadok HaKohen. Whenever David was running away from Abshalom, later on in the book of Shumuel uh, Bet, um, uh, when David is running away from Abshalom, he is followed by Tzadok HaKohen and Aviatar, the Kohen that's from the line of Eli, stays with Avshalom. So at that point, Tzadok then becomes the new Kohen and at that point the switch from house of Eli to house of Tzadok occurs. Okay? Can you translate that pasuk? Because it's a very hard pasuk to translate. I will not. 32? 33. But I will not completely cut off any of your men from upon my altar to make your eyes pine and your soul sad. And all those raised in your house will die as young men. I'm not going to completely destroy them, like Cain style, but they will die as young men. Okay? And this is the sign that it's, that's going to happen to your two sons. They are both going to die in the same day. Meaning, how do you know that this is coming from the curse and not just that they're dying of natural cause? Because they'll die on the same day. And that will be your proof that Chofni and Pinachas are dying because of the curse and not because of any other random cause. I will establish for myself a Kohen who is honest and trustworthy and exactly what's in my heart and my soul he will do or in my, in my desire, not my soul, in my desire. I will build for him a house of honor, a house of truth. And he will go before my anointed one all of the days. Um, here, I'm going to read you this Radak. This is referring to Tzadok. For it only happened when Sadok became the Kohen Gadol. And David was running away from Avshalom. Eviatar was taken away. Ve'ayat Sadok when Gadot Sadok became Kohen Gadol. Shenamar ve'ayat Eviatar ve'achar kenam Omer ve'yomer Amelch le'Sadok hashevet Aron aluim ha'ir. Then God says to Sadok to return the Aron. Okay. Um, 
Let's see if anybody addresses that. The next line, the thing is about Sadok. One Sadok became Kohen Gadol. The offspring of Eli became so degraded that when they wished to join the performing, the performing temple service so that they could share in the livelihood of the priestly family, yeah. they would be forced to plead with the Kohen Gadol from Sadok's family. Right. This will be a yeah, the ne- so let's go to the next pasuk. It's a very interesting pasuk. It's going to say, when at least time comes when they're degraded, they're going to be so degraded that they're going to go to the other koanim, namely Tzadok, the next koan, they're going to beg for bread. Exactly. And anybody who's left in your household, all those younger men who haven't died yet, are going to bow down to the Kohen, the new Kohen, to beg him for a piece of bread. Please add me to one of the, 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 the Kiuna groups so I can get a little bit of bread also. So they're going to be very, very degraded and they're going to be begging other Kohanim to get a portion. Now tomorrow we're going to see Shimuel and his first Nebuah. Baruch Amen v'amen.